Welcome to Sure and Steadfast, a podcast for women with practical and biblical encouragement for the everyday challenges we face as born-again believers. Hi, my name is Sarah, and I will be sharing my daily faith journey with you, the valleys, the victories, and everything in between. Welcome to Season 2, Episode 4 of Sure and Steadfast. Today's episode came about quite randomly at my desk at work. I had not really planned this episode, but I quickly jotted down a few points on my notepad as they came to me, and that is what I'll be working off of today. And I will be sharing briefly about some realizations I had about personal revival. I have been deep in the book of Ezekiel as of late, and it has become a precious book to me this last month of reading it and studying it to the best of my ability. While I want to focus mainly on one chapter in the book of Ezekiel today, I do want to provide a little bit of a background of the book for those who are not familiar with it or those that haven't read it in a while, just to refresh the the scene a little bit. Ezekiel was called to prophesy to the Jewish exiles in Babylon that lived at a settlement along the river Kibar. And I hesitated on the word Kibar because I always pronounced it Shabar. And I looked it up and apparently I had been pronouncing it wrong all my life. Ezekiel was speaking to the people whom God had exiled because of their continued rebellion against the Lord. So a lot of Ezekiel's message communicated judgment for the sins the Israelites had committed. But he also provided to his people who were now displaced from their land with hope for their future. God had not exiled the Israelites primarily for the purpose of punishing them. In the scriptures we see time and again that God has never really been interested in punishment for the sake of punishment. There is usually a lesson to be learned. In Ezekiel we see rather that he intended the judgment to bring his people to repentance and humility before the one true God. The Israelites have been living in constant sin and rebellion for a very long time. They were confident in their own strength and the strength of their neighboring nations. They needed a reminder. They needed a reminder of God's holy nature and how they fit into that in a dramatic way. After years and years of warnings, invasions, prophetic messages... God decided that something more significant had to happen, and that is when the Lord removed the people from their promised land. The book of Ezekiel not only shows the judgment on both Israel and the surrounding nations, but it also gives us a vision of the millennial kingdom. The book goes on to present to us a striking picture of the resurrection and restoration of God's people. And it also gives us a picture of the reconstructed temple in Jerusalem, complete with the return of God's glory to his dwelling place. Now, that is a very brief overview of the book of Ezekiel, but it sets the scene a little bit better for you. Now, I want to focus on the popular section of scripture in Ezekiel 37, which is often subtitled Dry Bones or The Dry Bones Live. I want to read the first 14 verses of the chapter here today, so please bear with me. The hand of the Lord came upon me, Ezekiel, 
and brought me out in the spirit of the Lord, and set me down in the midst of the valley, and it was full of bones. Then he caused me to pass by them all around, and behold, there were very many in the open valley, and indeed they were very dry. And he said to me, Son of man, can these bones live? So I answered, O Lord God, you know. Again he said to me, Prophesy to these bones and say to them, O dry bones, hear the word of the Lord. Thus says the Lord God to these bones, Surely I will cause breath to enter into you and you shall live. I will put sinews on you and bring flesh upon you, cover you with skin and put breath in you and you shall live. Then you shall know that I am the Lord. So I prophesied as I was commanded, and as I prophesied there was a noise, and suddenly a rattling, and the bones came together, bone to bone. Indeed, as I looked, the sinews and the flesh came upon them, and the skin covered them over, but there was no breath in them. Also he said to me, Prophesy to the breath, prophesy, son of man, and say to the breath, Thus says the Lord God, Come from the four winds, O breath, and breathe on these slain, that they may live. So I prophesied as he commanded me, and breath came into them, and they lived, and stood upon their feet, an exceedingly great army. Then he said to me, Son of man, these bones are the whole house of Israel. They indeed say, our bones are dry, our hope is lost, and we ourselves are cut off. Therefore prophesy and say to them, Thus says the Lord God, Behold, O my people, I will open your graves and cause you to come up from your graves and bring you into the land of Israel. Then you shall know that I am the Lord when I have opened your graves, O my people, and brought you up from your graves. I will put my spirit in you, and you shall live, and I will place you in your own land. Then you shall know that I, the Lord, have spoken it and performed it, says the Lord. As I was reading the whole of Ezekiel, the theme in my head was personal revival. I read everything in the book from start to finish in the light of my own personal need for revival. When I came to this particular portion of scripture, I was overwhelmed with the realization that my own revival will only come when my dry bones realize they are dry, when I hear the word of the Lord and when I respond to the word of the Lord. I think if we're honest with ourselves, many of us can identify with the children of Israel or have been in that same spot in the past. We are like dead men walking. We have lost our zeal and our vigor for the Lord. Ezekiel 37.4 Again he said to me, Prophesy to these bones and say to them, O dry bones, hear the word of the Lord. The most important thing we can do for personal revival is not pulling up recent blog posts or popular Christian books or listen to the most popular Christian speakers. But the most important thing we can do is lift up the word of God in our lives. Focus not on the latest political news or the recent changes in health orders, which we have a never-ending supply of, but lift up the word of the Lord. 
These words will bring nourishment to dry bones. The word brings strength to brittle bones, and most importantly, in the Bible we find words that bring life to lifeless bones. While Ezekiel was prophesying the name of the Lord to the valley of dry bones, it says all of a sudden there was a noise and a rattling. I always imagined myself as Ezekiel in this situation. It must have been an incredibly surreal and out-of-this-world experience. The dry bones that were dead came to life because they heard and responded to the word of God. The Lord then commanded Ezekiel to prophesy to the four winds to breathe the breath of life upon the bones. And because the Spirit of God was within them, they stood to their feet, an exceedingly great army. As I was contemplating my personal revival, I was reminded of spending time in the Word, communicating with the Lord through prayer and responding to the calls of the Holy Spirit. That was the breath that I needed for revival. That is the breath that I need for revival. That is the breath that we need for revival. We may be the same bones, but we have a new attitude. Same bones, but a new determination. Same bones, but a new outlook. When our dry bones are filled with the Spirit, they are revived, renewed, rejuvenated, and restored through the ongoing work of the Lord, changing us and shaping us to become more like Him. Maybe your walk with God feels dry. Maybe your outlook on life feels dry. You might be feeling like a relationship or your relationships in life are dry. And you may be asking the question, can my dry bones live? When we look to the Lord, there is absolutely no reason that we cannot answer that question with an emphatic and enthusiastic yes, yes, yes. Thank you for coming back to listen this week. I'm going to admit that I did not really write out this episode at all. I just kind of worked off the top of my head, but I felt like it was something that I wanted to share. It was something that came to me. So I just kind of pushed it into the line of episodes that I have planned. So I trust that I did not misspeak and that God will use my words here today for his honor and for his glory. So once again, thank you for listening and have a blessed week.